you've made him so self-conscious about that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's talking to me the other day. He's just like, I just wish I hadn't worn that hat and that shirt. <laughs> oh, I'm such a fucking demon. <laughs> Just everything I touch. Like, oh, nice yeah. shirt. Oh! <laughs> Just gets hit with his plague. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. Poor guy. What an interesting kettle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I purposely left that alone. Like, oh, I see how it is. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 Delivering hate to <laughs> by phone. I, just got, I was being productive. <laughs> Very. Uh, all right. I think it's like 30 at the minute. Yeah, it's, I think it's like 40. Yeah? Yeah. Shit. Sure. Long intro. Right though. in. How long is our intro? Because we don't <laughs> yeah. know. <laughs> we can't be asked. Let's do it. How are you? Uh, I'm all right. Yeah. Late night episode again. Haven't got a beer. Yeah, you're not... Yeah. Not not drinking. Not drinking tonight. No, no. Going, uh, going sober. Well, my wife's away, so I don't need to drink. She's away again. <laughs> yeah, she's in London this week. Oh, she's spending more and more time just without you. Yeah, next week she's in Geneva. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, marriage. Yeah. It's going great. It's, yeah, 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 really well. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, mm. fun times. times. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, going well. Lots of, uh, like, more kind of, like, projects coming to a head. And uh, so, like, uh, stuff's starting to go well. I'm, I'm at the brink of being paid with a lot of things. So that's nice. Yeah. Um. So that'll that'll take some. Uh, that'll that'll. As in freelance work that you've been doing. Yes. Yeah. Because I don't I, I don't ask for deposits because I I'm not really proven at the minute. So like. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. No. It makes sense. It just made me laugh because you were like, you know, I'm not. I don't know if I'm any. I've no self respect. I'm. <laughs> and you do. Yeah. It's just, and I understand completely, but my brain just went. Don't pay me. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. <laughs> but it's a valid point. I'm just yeah. a dick. <laughs> yeah um but yeah no things are th- things are going well i was talking to a mate the other th- uh, d- d- literally like 20 minutes ago mm. uh because he left not the last company but the one before and we were constantly talking about like oh fuck it like i uh, goddamn hate this place we just want to go and do our own thing i'd rather stack shelves yeah. um than than do this and now like he left to do his own do his own thing and he's starting to like roll over now he's doing really well um and yeah i i didn't leave i was like pushed into it but i i said to him like um like i haven't done nine to five now since february maybe yeah. march um and i can't i don't think i would ever go back to it now like this is just a much like even even though i don't i don't have as much money i i feel like a lot of that is rewarding you for feeling shit right Do you know what i mean like in the particularly in in those jobs, like I was never I was never earning enough to to make me really attached to my job. Mm-hmm. I was earning just enough to to stop me leaving it. Like this is this is comfortable. Yeah. Um. And, and it was it was yeah. like it was like that everywhere. Whereas now I'm I'm definitely earning less at the minute, 
but I'm so much happier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think as well as as uh, you've taken more control of what you do with your free time. Yeah. And if I fuck up, it's my fault. It's my problem. Like, I'm that you don't have those stupid things where you're trying to talk to other departments and you can't get anything done, even though you're doing your job mm. perfectly right. Like, nothing's working. Like, I, 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 I like having the responsibility now where it's just like, well, if that fucks up, that's your problem. So just do the work. Yeah. And because it means you reap the successes of it as well. Yeah. You're seizing an opportunity. So any time spent on the opportunity is giving you more reward. Yeah. Just emotionally. Yeah. Just soulfully. <laughs> Good for the soul. Yeah. Instead of, yeah, just, oh my God, I'm still here. Yeah. And, and there's that whole thing of the belief that you can't do anything else. Yeah. Because you're there for eight hours. Yeah. And therefore the, uh, the remaining eight hours of the day are dead. Because mm. you're just trying to yeah. accept yeah. that's your life. Like uh, you get so with a nine to five, you get two days off a week, and most of your Sunday, if you don't like your job, is spent feeling like crap because you got to go back tomorrow. <laughs> like you, it, I, I think a lot of people just don't, just can't, is that can't resignation. enjoy their time off. I think it's the it's, you can get nine to fives that people enjoy. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. It's the it's this the people a, fall into that resignation yeah. trap where they're just yeah. like, yeah, I hate my life and I don't know, I can't find the spark to push me into what I really want to do. Yeah. I think the safety of a steady income is very addictive. Yeah. Like it's, and it stops you from, it stops you from taking risks maybe. Yeah. Again, like routine, routine sucks energy out of you. And the idea of like, if you lose your job, like you're like, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. Whereas it's just, just do anything. Like like, it, it doesn't matter. It's just people get, yeah, they get stuck in routine mm. and routines can be very beneficial, but no one, you can't stick to them forever yeah. because your brain's not designed to work that way entirely. Mm. We didn't evolve by doing the same thing all the time. Yeah. So like, yeah, you need something to kind of break out of it. And uh, yeah, that, the amount of people who are in jobs that they, that they either that they might like, but they bear, I'll say that, they, they bear that job. Yeah. They then do silly things like start that, that start interest in like you know other things that don't really have any fruition but just give them the the pretend sense that they're being an individual yeah i like coffee i like you know all that kind of stuff mm. and not <laughs> that's just the first example that comes to mind yeah but there's loads of stuff like that where you'd be like i understand that you're you're reaching for something to love and mm. reaching for something to be passionate about but you're limited because your um uh, ambition and 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 uh, your self-worth is so restricted and bearable at the moment you can't reach very far so it's like i'm just gonna take this and i i make lasagna now <laughs> that's what i do i do it well if ever i go out i'm the lasagna guy <laughs> so many tomatoes yeah i guess it makes sense to put tomatoes in lasagna isn't lasagna just spaghetti bolognese it's, without it's, the spaghetti it's, yeah it's, it's bolognese with bed sheets. with sheets of spaghetti yeah yeah and yeah, that's just where they land. And they and then it becomes like, it's okay because I'm making lasagna on Friday. And then, you know, this is what yeah. it is. It's like, I'm okay because this morning I'm having my coffee, which y- you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a little bit productive this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, partly because I, I said fuck you to all that meat shit and all that water shit. So oh, I'm uh-huh. just drinking. <laughs> I just went straight back on the sugar and it's possibly the best thing that's yeah. ever happened to so me. So four days. Four I did days. seven. You did seven. Seven. And, and then, I so got, what, what did it? <laughs> I got really sick. Oh. Like, 
Like to the point where you're meant to get sick. That's the point of the diet. I read yeah. uh, one of the side effects of it, which I told you about, was a creep. The side effects of the meat eating diet is a creeping sense, uh, is a creeping sense of certainty that you're going to die. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's not what I'm feeling, but I can see myself getting there eventually. Yeah. And uh, yeah, basically the point of the diet is to restructure the way your brain, your body digests everything. So you've got the keto side, which is like, you need to reprogram your digestive system so that it doesn't burn this, it burns that. I was already in ketosis because you get into it after like 18 hours. Right. And I was loving the horrendously metallic breath side effect. (laughs) That I always get from from that. That's great. And you know what else? Um, you know what else smells like heavily metallic in your mouth? Just other people's blood. Yeah. So I'm just walking around with a lovely scent of blood coming or out of my a mouth. Stroke. <laughs> yeah. Just and then like the demons are like blood because they just they just get really amped up by it. And then yeah, just walk. Ah. Just like and then trying to do everything and uh, yeah, just and I didn't shit for seven days. Jeez. Like that's. Like I got when I had my appendix removed, doctors screamed when I told them how much I shit. Yeah. Like and I thought it was weird. I was like twice, maybe three times a day. They're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it's like what? That that's not that. Apparently, you're meant to shit once a day. Yeah. That's the medical surgeon's preference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, yeah, absolutely nothing. It's because I was eating, you know, nothing. Yeah. I was eating one steak a day. I was perfectly happy until like day seven, day six, day seven. Yeah. Um, where my body was like, you're not eating anything and you're not, you're not uh, uh, ejecting anything, but there's still like a little, because I'm eating so little, your body still needs to filter out toxins, mm. which it usually does through, through waste. Yeah. So I just have these incredibly horrific upset stomachs <laughs> where you'd be shitting out a very tiny amount of liquid and just mm. being incredible pain. Oh. And then have incredible trap win because it thinks you're constipated, but you're not because you just haven't eaten anything. Yeah. You're constipated with your own digestive system <laughs> or whatever it is. There's intestines in these intestines. <laughs> so I was just walking around screaming. Oh. And it was just... What's new? Well, this was just more like... It was. It, it felt exactly like when my appendix burst. Oh. It's just walking around, ah! And then just, yeah, just like, uh, it was fine bearable. I'd have like four hour windows of agony, which is like, fine. Yeah. I can manage that. Well, you had the tooth, so. Yeah. I think you've, and I think you've well prepared. Stuff. Yeah. I've just been, I'm able to deal with it in short windows. And yeah. it's like, okay, do that. Then we'll go watch some wrestling. Yeah. And come home. <laughs> More agony. And then, yeah, it's like, I was like, my body was like, I don't want to eat this meat. And I can't eat beef anymore. My brain just goes like, no. Same thing I did at uni. Yeah. I ate like loads of pasta because someone said, eat lots of pasta to bulk up. So I ate, like, all the pasta. You had, I remember, I, yeah, I remember you eating a lot of rice. Yeah, and, but pasta was, like, first year. Yeah. And when I say, I mean, we used to buy five used to kilogram buy, like, bags. The, yeah, the huge bags. And I'd eat a kilogram a night. Christ. And it was just like, because my brain, my, I'm quite fortunate <laughs> and cursed in that my brain is stupid enough just to kind of stick to one thing. Yeah. If except something is true, you go, okay. So as soon as you go, you should eat as much pasta as possible. Okay. Yeah. Just eat more pasta. My brain just goes, I'm craving some pasta right now. And yeah. then eventually I, just, I can't, I just don't enjoy it. I don't like, I don't crave it at all anymore. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I kicked that because yeah, I was just getting more and more. It was getting worse. I was losing weight brilliantly. Yeah. I lost like nine kilograms, which is 20 pounds, which is like a stone and a half. Yeah. In yeah. six days. Mm. Uh, and most of that is just water weight, digestion yeah. weight and all yeah. that kind of crap. Um, but it was like, oh, it's, I felt lighter, felt better, but yeah, just not, not good. And it was, it was all out of curiosity. 
Mm. I just was just curious, like, you can't do this, you'll get sick. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I got sick. Oh, right. was, my curiosity's been satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a cat, I'd have been fucked. But I'm fine. <laughs> you didn't have to go back on sugar, though. I haven't gone back on sugar, sugar yet. This is sugar-free okay. still. Okay, fair enough. Um, and, uh, sorry, so yeah, the main reason I kicked it was because I think mentally I could have gone through it a little bit more and maybe come out the other side. Yeah. But it takes normal people a suffering situation mm. to evolve. I'm diabetic and lazy. Yeah. Like, it's going to take me longer as a diabetic <laughs> to get through it all. And I've got stuff that I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. So I can't just, like, lay in bed for a week. Where they no, say, like, oh, no. book, a, book a week off work. It's like, I can't do that. Yeah. It'd be a week and a half or something like that for me. So I was like, no, yeah. just fine. It was interesting. It's kind of cool, but it's just not for me. So I'd be like, yeah, the best thing that's always worked for me. Oh, yeah, I just thought I'd try it out. And I'd be like, yeah, I'll kick it. But the good thing that happened out of it was... Um, one, it kind of reprogrammed my brain into taking stuff seriously again. Two, as we mentioned before, I was craving sugar like mad. And then we were like, oh, after a while, it works its way out of your system. Mm. There was definitely a point where it just like left. Oh, yeah. And now there's no craving for sugar at all. Okay, that's and good. I can kind of see it and I'd be like, it's the same with, with any uh, drug like smoking. You'd be like, not craving cigarettes at all. Mm. But I could probably semi-force myself to have a cigarette out yeah. of forced habit yeah as in like make an effort to do that and then re-enter that world but my brain's like i know that world i don't want to do that sugary world anymore mm. so i can kind of avoid that completely because so it's, it's it was definitely detoxing yeah but yeah my soul kind of broke <laughs> but it was fine it was just all the blood it's just all the my dog loved the diet because like she always had loads of scraps yeah it's like oh this is brilliant keep it up i know you're dying but keep it up well, dogs are happy with that, though. Like dogs are. are I was dogs, basically on a dog diet. Dogs are carnivores, aren't they? Yeah. Or are they? I mean, they know they'll eat anything. Like generally, like they're like scavengers, basically. Yeah, but they're so generally they carnivores. Like if they had just meat and nothing else, they'd be fine. Yeah. 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 Definitely. There's there's a lot of dogs who just do that. Yeah. They they shop responsibly. They hunt properly. Yeah. Free range. License. Yeah. yeah. Red tractor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, as soon as, as soon as I skipped that, it took me a while to recover. And then suddenly just, uh, just joy re-entered my life briefly. Oh. And it was uncomfortable. Yeah. But it was weird. It just came out in weird ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, I started doing uh, a little bit more social media-y stuff. Because I was just like, there was some, there was some genuinely... Inter- the problem I have with managing the Pulling Teeth podcast social media... Mm. Is I don't like most things. <laughs> it just is put simply. Yeah, I just don't like a lot of things. So like for me to actively engage, I mean, uh, there's a thing at the mo- it's a thing at the moment that I'll probably tell you about afterwards. But me trying to engage with people that I actually enjoy engaging with mm. is just wrong. Like right. you just look and you go, that looks forced, and I go like, I was trying to be genuine. But it came across, I can see that that comes across as incredibly forced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's not a natural engagement there. I don't work through uh, Facebook. Yeah. You know, it's like, Nick likes, oh God, Nick likes this. Oh, what's the deal now? The thing is, I... I, I th- complimented you on your kettle. And even then I was like... Did nice. you? <laughs> yeah. I did, it didn't feel like a compliment. Well, I said it was interesting. I said, what an interesting kettle. Because you showcased your kettle with a gauge and a neck. In a video, and I was like, "Well, what an interesting kettle!" Yeah, but that's not showing a genuine interest or a like. No, but the mere commenting on your thing is, if it is had an been expression. Anybody else? <laughs> anybody else would have been like, "Oh, it wasn't well. even me. It was the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> the 
podcast was like, well, hasn't Steve got an interest in cattle? <laughs> so it was half me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So, yeah, when it comes to, like, you know, I mean, there's loads of, there's just, yeah, I can't connect to a lot of stuff. There's a lot of, like, there's loads of podcasts that are, I'm sure are very, very good, but I'm so disconnected from it entirely. Mm. Say there was um, um, a Spider-Man podcast and all they did was Spider-Man, right? Yeah. And those are the whole thing. And there'd be like, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I'd be, there'd be demons screaming at me looking at it on Twitter and being like, I should retweet it because it, it's, it looks like it's a well put together podcast. Even if I listened to it and I enjoyed it a little bit, I might be like, ah. I don't know. It feels strange. Yeah. Like if I retweet, like everything I touch turns to shit sometimes. <laughs> Not. I, I love it. I yeah. enjoy it all the time. But I just. I. I. am aware that I have somewhat of a Midas plague, where it's just like if I if I interact with somebody, sometimes they get the wrong impression. They think I'm trying to kill them, or something like that. Well, I. I. I have the problem of like I've. I've talked about this before, where my messages and my, me talking online or anything just sounds really cold. Mm. And the alternative is, like you're saying, is is to is is to sound like people, as yeah. though like, well, this this seems like it it actually gives across the air that I'm actually feeling, but it just it just reads as forced to me. Yeah. So like, I, it's a it's a weird fucking medium. Whereas if if we talked about whatever the hell I was talking about with these people in person, it would be very obvious that I'm there's no animosity or anything. It's just. <laughs> It's yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's weird trying to put that ac- put that across and there's just and not seem corporate and there's just people having conversations. I mean, if anyone's, uh, I could probably talk about it, but I posted it in the pulling teeth chat room <laughs> of somebody looking <laughs> yeah for to be a guest on a com- on any comedy podcast yeah any comedy podcast out there and it, you want a guest just send me a message. Which uh, let's go through the steps right. Number hmm. one, fuck you. <laughs> right you're just gonna you want to go on ed, you saying you want to go on any podcast that's comedy mm. you go like well does that what do you listen to any of these podcasts do you know where would you be a good fit for it is it something yeah. that works or do you just want shameless promotion because you if you're, so, if you're just blanket saying i'll i'll be a guest on any podcast yeah it's just like well you know who are you you and there's no personal relationship there's no little message of Hey, if I if I wanted to be a guest on a podcast, I'd give him a message. Be like, hey, I'm a really big fan of your podcast. We're yeah. thinking about doing something like this. How about we have a chat? If you fancy doing a collaboration yeah. or interview or something like that, let's do yeah. it. And he wouldn't not that person is not going that far. No, <clears throat> well, he's he's looking to put himself over. That's a wrestling yeah. term. That's like <laughs> yeah. to to make yourself look better at the expense of whoever you're against. Well, yeah, and it's just and then you go the, the amount of effort that they'd have to go through. I they already go. This person is not worth having. Mm. without no without talking to them first i, I go that's just no i'm not responding to that and then there's people responding be like oh i've inboxed you and you go like, oh just can people take this take your art i mean this isn't quite art but it's kind of art yeah you go, take it a bit more seriously have a bit yeah. more ingenuity about it and then i think yes the, there was just a, a what's it's got there's gonna be a term for them yeah the term for the the, the normal people <clears throat> the average people and the not average sounds derogatory Good, the, average, yeah, the normal people out there being like, um, we'd love to have you on our podcast, mofo. That is if you're not offended by me calling you mofo. Yeah. It's like, all right, fuck you. Just completely fuck you. Yeah. 
just the whole language, I just go like, I know immediately that I don't like you. Yeah. And maybe it's just me. Maybe it's first impressions. I'm always one for giving more than one first impression. Mm. Be like, move past it and talk to me a bit more. But just that interaction, I'd be like, oh, no, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And then the guy responds in the same way. Just be like, oh, given that, you know, I've been around um, for many years, um, it's actually increasingly more likely that I would be um, uh, a mofo. So, you know, don't don't worry about it. I'm, I'm fine. And it's Lord. just like, oh, it's like, oh, comedy, comedy podcast. I mean, we not, we might not be very funny to other people, yeah, but we find each other funny. Yeah. And that's kind of all that matters. So it's just like, oh yeah, that's fine. You wouldn't, that wouldn't work. Maybe that will work for another podcast. Yeah. Fine. Just go for it. Oh God. It's just, I don't so know. any interaction I would have had with that would have been angry gorilla demon, hate spewing horror or just something that would just make the... It would change the thread to be about the dickhead who said something stupid, yeah. i.e. me. Yeah. Being saying, like, oh, you know, what... Anything that I wrote would have sounded unnatural because that's not an una- a natural environment for me to be in. Yeah. I would have had him on and been like, so, yeah. why did you say that? So, you prick. <laughs> just, yeah. It's, I mean, free exposure. We could do that. <laughs> I've got nothing against that. Open, Who are we invite losing? him after this is published. So does they? Did you see the last episode? Because yeah. we said you're a dick. Who, who are we losing? Yeah, it's true. We're losing him, and everybody else sees it and has been like, "Yeah, he's a dick." <laughs> what? What? Yeah. And then yeah, there's it, just so it much reeks of, it. of this of, of this kind of person that's heard like the 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 sidekick on a radio show and been like, well, "I could do that," but instead of st- yeah. th- but then my answer to that is like. Great. So why don't you start your own? Yeah. Like, just, uh, it was just, again, it, it might just be our view of the world being so dim and just our own, <laughs> our own clouds of hate that are just making us think in a different way. Yeah. This could be the right way, the best way is doing something good or whatever. And I'm just, I'm just like, I don't exist in that fog of smoke. Yeah. If I was to step into that, this, the, the room would change. Yeah. And it would just be like, there's this all this thing happening, and then there's just a guy screaming in the corner. And yeah. I'd be like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, you en- enjoy. You have fun. You do that. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, there's, and I think, uh, I don't know how you would feel about it. I was going to speak to you about it afterwards, but that's a good place to put yeah, it yeah like there's um uh there's loads of like podcast networks mm. that you can join to, to to help collaborate and help cross promote all that kind of stuff and on paper you go like that actually sounds like that's kind of the thing that we're looking to do we've yeah. tried to experiment with doing cr- uh, crossover slash promotional stuff with other podcasts we've had fun with it it's been like oh yeah if we could do more of that that'd be great maybe a podcast network would be would be would, would be good for that yeah but there's just a part of me, and I'm just curious if there's the same part of you that goes like, I don't want to have an umbrella over me. Yeah. Just to be like, if they go, um, yeah, we, <laughs> mm. yeah, um, <laughs> we're going to need you to take down the Mein Kampf speech yeah. from that promotion. Yeah. I'd just be like, all right, yeah, just, you know, it's fine. No hard feelings. Yeah. I didn't think we'd fit. We don't fit. Yeah. You you go ahead. It's yeah. fine. No. Bill Bird, the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. I, I, Sherry's berries yeah. all the way. I want advertisers. Send me your reads. I'll read them. And I will rip the fuck out of you <laughs> if it's stupid. Or we'll just do it in our own way. And if yeah. you don't like it, then we don't care. Yeah. Just, you know, if you fit, brilliant. We'd love to do more creative stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, the moment, the moment anybody has any criticisms... 
I've d- there's part of me that if it's if it's not in the right way, as in if it's something That's like you shouldn't, yeah, uh, well, we're not actually covering the color purple this month. It'd be like, yeah. well, all right, you have fun with that. We'll do continue doing our own thing. Yeah. There's definitely an aspect where I don't want to be held responsible <laughs> to uh, to to somebody else's idea of uh, what podcasts or us should be. Yeah, but there but is. I don't know anything about podcast networks. My brain just goes like, no, it's like take yeah, it's having something over your head. I think it's it's a weird thing because it's. It's it's become a hobbyist's thing to have to to do a podcast. So now, like loads of people have have got them and they're yeah. doing them and everything like that. But I don't know, like, I I I don't. There's there's no one that I know. I know load of people that have started podcasts. We've all had we've, we've had a, like loads of friends that have done them mm. that have done them consistently and kept it up and constantly had content that is that that at least they would be happy to listen to. Yeah. Um. And yeah, on these groups and all of that, like they're they're always jumping on and and, and talking about like production and stuff first, yeah. Which is a weird thing. I, I they, and they're like, well, that's not quite how I would do it. It's like, well, fuck you. We've been doing it for like three years. Wanna, how long have yeah, you been doing it? Just to give an example, how much do you care about what you do? Well, to, to put it bluntly, we've been doing this at our own cost for three years. Yeah. We'd happily do it for another three years. Yeah. Given life, whatever happens. Um, and if we do start making uh, making money out of it, brilliant. But I think we're always going to be at a stage where we go, no one's going to pay us to do this. So yeah. if we get money, brilliant, but always <laughs> be ready for when that all goes away. Yeah. Just be like, yeah, we're just doing this for our own love. There was, and, and the idea of some of the obstacles that people put in front of themselves and just the idea, there was this guy who wanted, um, he wanted to ask people's advice on how much he should spend on an audio editor for his weekly podcast. And this, and this was the question. Um, it was basically, um, there's, a, there's one company that charges, uh, say, £1,000 a month. And there's another company that set, that charges two hundred pounds a month. Mm-hmm. Um, which one should I get? Would the one thousand pounds one be better? That was his question. Yeah. And you just go. Like, I, I started replying, and I've already, I've already tried to articulate our editing process. Yeah. To a lot of people, and it always gets like aggressively taken down, <laughs> fired down, because it's like our, our audio editing takes five seconds. I used to do it. Yeah. Five seconds. Just yeah. compress it. Chop off the, the uh, figure out where the beginning and the end is, yeah, and then tag on the intro and outro is what we used to do, yeah. Five seconds is all it took. There might be sometimes when something peaks, and I'm just like, nah, I'll bring that down. But I never did that. No, and I was I, we did but we did half the editing each. That's the thing. Like, like it was just, never a it was it's it's yeah. not doing that is not a problem. So can you imagine paying anybody two hundred pounds or a thousand pounds to do that? You go no. no, and then you go okay. Well, what the, what they probably mean is going through editing out every single intake of breath that can be audible, mm. every single stutter, every single um, every single word that they they, they didn't quite want it. And then you go okay. Well, what about if switching the if you're going to go through that level of editing, you're going to want to put the beginning at the end. Sometimes you're going to want to reshuffle things around. Are you really wanting to get a, a, a producer that's going to create your episode out of the raw footage that you've made? Yeah, if that's the case. Why are you doing this? Yeah. If you want somebody else to make your show for you and you just want to do the interviewing, maybe you just want to be an interviewer. Okay, great. That's fine. Mm. But it feels like you're then looking for something different. And then people just get lost in this. They want this to be a certain way. Yeah. As petty as it sounds, because I haven't improved on the umming, the ring or the uh, uh is my big one. Yeah. You go like, well, 
just improve. It's t- three years and I'm still doing it. And every, every time I hear it, I'm like, mm, I should uh, I should do that less. But eventually you start to improve. So it's just, well, yeah. I, d- I, don't even know to- if, I don't even know if those things go away. I think it just, it molds into being just part of your persona. Mm. I, I mean, I was talking to um, a mate last week because um, he was talking about starting po- starting a podcast up. And I was, I, I said... The all the production stuff and all of that, like if you really enjoy doing it, like you'll yeah, you'll yeah. pick it up. Like it doesn't it doesn't to anybody can learn how to do the production yeah. side of it. The thing that's that's difficult um, is sort of is learning to be to, to to be interesting and switched on. Like there's I I I think that <laughs> lowering the arms yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> Yeah, that is not quite right. That's fine. <laughs> um, I think um, there's there's a definite difference in my recording personality from the day we started to now. Yeah, like I notice it hugely. Like, and even this there's something that, that that triggers when you hit record. That's just like, well, everything gets louder and everything gets more announced, and the thoughts start coming quicker, and you 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 almost go into like a flow state of conversation. But when it stops, like I'm pretty quiet. Like I'm not I'm yeah. not a huge talker. Um, I don't know if it's the same with you because I always found you to be quite quite a boisterous personality anyway. Um, but there's, there's definitely a moment of performance. Yeah, and, and, and I, I just get that trigger in a number of different places. Yeah, I get it when the mic when we start recording and stuff, but also get it when I enter your house and I make fun of your shelf. Yeah, yeah, it's just I have, I have quiet moments as well where I'm just like I call it polite mode. Mm. If I'm meeting someone the first time, I'll be like hi. Yeah, and then just like yes, isn't this lovely? Yeah, and then yeah, just small talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I, I, and I think that's the thing that's difficult to learn. Like, it's not it's not all the fucking production stuff, which it's, which is why it drives me fucking crazy when all the questions that people ask are about production before they've started doing yeah. anything. Like, so before they've even go, been like, well, what am I going to talk about and how am I going to talk about it and how is this going to be different to what other people do? Does it matter if it is different to what other people do? Have I got one, the personality is there a market to put for it? Will people listen? How yeah. many listeners will I get? It's like, just yeah, fucking just, have fun, Just mate. do it. Yeah. Like, do you, do you, are you, you don't have that, um, that that kind of idea when you when you're learning an instrument, yeah, and the people that do don't make it. Yeah. Like if you start writing songs based on like, well, what's cool right now, you won't get far yeah. at all. And it's the same with this shit. If you worry about everything without worrying about expressing yourself and be and being and, and figuring out what you really want from it, other yeah. than abstract ideas like success, then you're not going to go far, and your podcast is going to be shit. So to bring it full circle, that the concern about being part of a podcast network is, <laughs> oh yeah, what if we were being that? What we, would we have to then converse with people of, in that same way, where they would be saying like, well, you need to, you know, if you want some advice, you should really edit out your ums and ahs. You'd be like, well, no, yeah, I mean, great, brilliant, thanks for that advice. Um, you know, what, what, what I want to, I want to create content. That's what I want to do. Is there anybody on the network that wants to create content, even if it's just silly shout outs to Ragbag? Yeah, then it's just like you know we can just do something like that. Coincid- right, not coincidentally. I just wanted to briefly address it. I was knackered last week. Mm. Didn't insult Frank Burton properly. No, okay. Um, so just briefly, um, I think the thing I thought of in a haze was basically he's got a short man's tongue, but he's got tall man's teeth. Right, <laughs> he's just a misshapen, unfitting box of a head. Right, 
which is kind of fitting because even his own podcast doesn't fit into his own kind of personality, which right. is why it kind of doesn't work together like a Tetris block. Right. It works together like multicolored, melted Legos trying to be put together by a kid with no fucking fingers. <laughs> I felt good. There you go. It's I, been a week. Yeah, I was. I was, I only ate meat. I was fucked. <laughs> just, just to, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's there. But there's been some good podcasty stuff this week. Some yep. amazing, and I can't go into it too much. I tried to look into try and find the multimedia for it, and I can't. I don't. It's just not that widely accessible. So we have to narrate some of it. Okay. But some amazing podcast stuff happened this week. Okay. Um. Uh, there's a podcast called Your Mom, Your Mom's House, American mm. for Mum. Yes, Your Mom's House. Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky, both brilliant comedians. Yeah, and they do an amazing podcast. Um, not <laughs> amazing. <laughs> if you like our podcast, <laughs> you'll probably like theirs. Yeah. Theirs is amazing. It doesn't mean that ours is amazing. Yeah, but we like this kind of format yeah. of doing stuff. Um, and it's all kind of just silly jokes, silly references, and that kind of thing. One of the things they've been doing for a while is finding, with their community of listeners, um, crazy people in the world, just giving out crazy advice. So you've got like, oh, I found this guy on... It's the same if you find any... We would find YouTube clips that would be funny. We'd send them to each other. It's the same, but people using social media, that's their kind of medium now. Yeah. They find somebody who's like, this guy's giving out advice that if you take 12 Benadryl, you become like incredibly virile. And <laughs> it's like, it's the, it's the new Viagra. And you give send him a video and he's fucking doing NOS out of a balloon. <laughs> it's wired out of his mind. It's been like, take 10, take 10 or 12 Benadryl. And smoke some weed, and you're you know you'll fuck for hours. It's just like <laughs> those kind of crazy people, right? They find yeah. all this stuff. It's just fun. They do it for sound bites and everything. A while ago, they found somebody called Robert Paul Champagne. Okay, who had an Instagram video of him topless with a handlebar mustache, um, American guy, talk um, just saying to Instagram world um, along the lines of if you're a black guy who fucks and likes to fuck good, or you're a thug or you've just come out of prison and you want somebody and you're looking for a place to live, if you want a lease and a key, I live at, gives out his address. (laughs) (laughs) Come round. um, Piss on me. Beat me. Try it out. You know, I'm I'm home here right now. Just putting that out into the world. Yeah. Just an insane guy. Like, oh, that guy's crazy. And then the podcast became like just subtle jokes about, do you think he's gotten any, uh, anyone's come round in a while? Because he's released another video and it's in a similar vein that is following his story. Mm. Um, they've got an amazing audience and they're just, uh, they found the guy's Instagram page. And so the audience started talking with him. <laughs> then the podcast started talking with him. And then they released earlier this week the documentary they made about him. Jesus. <laughs> Well, they sent one of their producers, who's a, who's a brilliant comedian, Josh Potter, out to go interview him. <laughs> just like a half an hour documentary of just like, you know, we just wanted to get more into the mind of this man. <laughs> and just, it's done so fucking beautifully. And you go like that. This didn't exist in the world. Yeah. This guy was shouting into the void. Yeah. These people were just making a podcast. And then suddenly there's this incredible comedy train that's happening. Yeah. And it's just beautiful because, yeah, he's he's out of his mind. 
but he's a good guy. He's, he's obviously got a good soul. He's, he's quite heart happy, but he's like telling these wildly incredible stories about like how he learned to love drinking his own piss, and you know he's 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 naked. He answers the door just like with a with a, a camel sole or like a, a thin tank top, no bottoms, just completely <laughs> naked. Sat down chatting to him. There's a film in the background of some guys. There's murder she wrote in the background where some guys just strangling people <laughs> while they're having this conversation and and josh potter's this he does such a great job of interviewing him because it's interviewing in this in the way that we would in the terms of like we're having a, a laugh and there's one point right where where um robert paul champagne says that oh you know he had sex with freddie mercury and like goes about all this he talks about the the, the brief story about it and that and josh just goes oh freddie what freddie mercury <laughs> the lead singer of queen wow that's amazing i mean you know, was that before he unfortunately got, you know, infected with the AIDS virus? Or did you yeah. not really, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just go like, oh, there's, there's no, nobody would have, in, would have phrased that question as perfectly because it's perfectly innocent, but it's, it conveys all the comedy in the ridiculousness of the situation yeah. whilst being respectful. <laughs> so yeah, just doing absolutely insane crazy stuff and talking and being being part of the community and that was just absolutely beautiful yeah and then yeah that was just great and that when people talk about podcasts i'm just like the one just uh comedians behind closed doors is kind of my idea of a podcast that's my experience of podcasts sorry yeah um and then just doing stuff creating content with it doing stuff in your spare time and then yeah when i hear people doing like oh you know i do you know a, a paint review season where I just review different Dulux colors and, and, and how they work in different wooden houses. I'd be like, okay, no, that's that's good. But that yeah. feels like a different thing to me. Yeah. And that was just like, oh, this is podcasting. <laughs> this, 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 this is what podcasting really is. Yeah. It's just talking random shit, making jokes, and then going out and doing stupid shit. <laughs> Whilst being respectful, but it's me with the insane things of of life. That and yeah. Bill Burr started. Um, he released uh, a live. MM I podcast. saw a clip of it. I haven't. Is he released the full thing? Yeah, they released the full thing. It was recorded like a year ago, right? But okay. you just go like this from the from the clip. You just go. This is such a good idea. Because I saw the clip of him lying down on the couch yeah. reading emails, and that was just so It's good. just such a great idea. Because it's, it's, his podcast is weird. It's one of those things that I've always listened to and been like, that's really funny. Do other people find that really funny? Because yeah. there's no like laughter, and he doesn't do it with anyone, so you don't get their reaction or anything like that. Yeah. So like to to hear him just doing the same shit he's he's always doing, and like just massive amounts yeah. of laughter from and the audience. It's giving him more things to riff off. Yeah. It's just like oh, it's just just Bill Bill, Bill Burr's like our favorite comedian. So it's yeah. just like a personal probably hero. So it's just like seeing him in more of these things. Just like oh yes, just brilliant. And then and that's the thing where I got excited. He'd be like ah. Oh, that's what I like about podcasting. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that I would like. Yeah. That I, I can social media about. And that's what it was. Mm. It was like, oh, I can actually, that's something that I want to retweet because I want more people to know about this. Yeah. I'm not retweeting it because, oh, you know, our feed is just us at the moment and we need to get some, you know, if someone looks at our Twitter page and it's just us, then it's going to look, you know, it's that corporate shit I can't do. Yeah. It's so like, no, if I'm just actually genuinely doing stuff, it's like, yes, brilliant, that works. To the point, I was nice to someone. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how you could, I don't know if you, you can even see bastard. this. Yeah, there was this guy, I don't, I mean, and he's, he's, he's just someone that I, that he's, through these, um, uh, through the corporate social media stuff, 
I think he just ended up being on my Twitter on on this Podding Pod Pulling Teeth podcast account. Uh, followed him as in like, are you a, a comedy? Are you a podcast and want to connect with other podcasters? List your, you know, do those every now and then to try and find new podcasts. And don't even know him. Don't, I haven't seen much of his stuff. But he just said, I saw a post when I was doing all this stuff, and it was like, yeah, I'm kind of um, thinking about stopping all this comedy stuff. It's a chore. Feels bad, and uh, you know, I'm just kind of getting sick of it. I just came. All right, mate. Yeah, it's, you know, it's natural to, um, you know, to lose a lot of energy when you put in your entire self into a passion project. Yeah. Um, but don't waste energy on chores. Drop the things you don't want to do and start putting energy in what you do want to do. Mm. Even Hannibal Lecter didn't waste energy on chores. <laughs> and it was, just, it was just, I felt like this is weird, nice thing that I'm doing. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, ah, this came from the high of, ah, oh, cool podcasting, cool social media yeah. stuff. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, he wasn't expecting a response. It's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you know what? You're probably right. It's like, yeah. I, that was just, I was just high off. Yeah. Off of Robert Paul Champagne documentary. Yeah. <laughs> I can really change the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, just that. And I think there's a whole thing about... I don't like social media anyway, but the amount of people who tweet every day and get no response. Mm. Like, every tweet they have the is just nothing. Just yeah. All the time. And it's not that every tweet... You should only tweet if you're getting a response. It's just yeah. like, what are you... If that drains you, then don't do it. Yeah. Just put your energy into something else. And so, yeah, like deep down, I'm a positive person, but it needs it needs something to inspire me to get out of it. Mm. I was just weirded out that I did some social media stuff. Yeah, I even checked Instagram, even, and yeah, stupid people um, commented on your video. There's stuff going on. Yeah. There's people angry about mermaids. Oh, I know. That's weird, isn't it? I didn't understand. I made a post, and this, and that, if you want to see how shit I am at Instagram, post uh, um, social media, I wrote a post trying to address that. And it just seemed forced and unnatural. It was this like, it was like there's a lot of people uh, who are angry about people who are angry about mermaids. Yeah. Um, punch some cheese yeah. until it becomes quiche or something like that. Yeah. It was just like, this is a terrible post. But that's what that was addressing. Yeah. Was I don't care if, if you're angry. And it's because the little mermaid's being made into a real time yeah. Yeah. film. And she's now black or something yeah or which whatever changes nothing about the character so why does it matter well, that's the thing. and then you go okay the, the people who are angry about that i can kind of go hey you're fucking morons yeah. go for it if you if you're venting about that fine but people who are angry about idiots being angry that's the part that i don't get mm. um oh that's the, I, I get right i get it because like we've already said we're probably gonna get one on the podcast <laughs> Like that's exactly what was happening was there was people having an, a discussion that we hate yeah. and then we're like well let's invite him on and tell him to his, <laughs> that, we're that person right yeah. but no but so I can understand it but you got to discourage it it's like, no, don't you know, don't be angry that stupid people are angry yeah because that doesn't it's not it's going to circle it's going to tornado and you're just going to be angry for, and you're not going to you're going to be confused with yourself yeah so it's me trying to address that yeah just that was my rant. Oh, good. Robert Paul Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> just his journey. I, even the document, it's just done so brilliantly. Yeah. It's just done so brilliantly. And yeah, it's the whole thing of it didn't exist and now it exists. Yeah. Nobody else could have done this. That's always with like... The, um, with the way that they did it. With the genuine... Yeah. The genuine interest. I mean, they, they've... um 
they did merchandise because he was a, became a big like com, um, like uh, community icon for the podcast. That's Robert Paul Champagne. People are writing comments, quoting him all the time. Mm. So they made merchandise. Money they made from the merchandise they gave to him. Oh, that's cool. But like, man. Look, there you go. Here's some of our you know some more of our merchandise. Just you know, thanks for being a good sport. Yeah. About this whole thing. Yeah. You go like, yeah, that's a good. That's really positive. Cool. Yeah. Positive. Uh, you've put something good out into the world. Yeah. And while. Yes, it is a joke, and he, some people may be laughing at his expense. It's not vindictive. Yeah. It's like, no, yeah, this guy's crazy. He knows he's crazy. Yeah. Everyone's crazy. Yeah. Everybody's crazy. So, yeah, it's all fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I, th- I think that's my favourite thing of, like, taking something that's, that's, like, gone from, like, passing conversation to actually being a full ball thing. It's why, it's, I, I th- it's part of why we, like, li- like, listen to Bill Burr so much is because yeah. there's so many snippets that you hear on a podcast that you hear, like, two years later in a fully formed bit. I mean, like, I remember when that was just a fleeting nothing, like yeah. just a passing comment that he made. And now it's like just this fucking vehicle of laughter. But it's also, um, I think we've always loved but the Tusk idea. as well, like the Kevin yeah. Smith thing yeah. where it's like, it's, it's, this is this is a stupid article that these guys read and now it's a film because yeah. they laughed about it so much. Like, But I think we, we really like the idea of anything is possible. So having an idea and then it growing mm. into something else. Random example... Um, after I finished uni, I think I came back and you were, you and a, you and a friend had, um, a bit going together of, um, Sean Bean, um, oh, Sean, being Sean Bean's Sean on Connery. toast. Oh uh, yeah. Bean on toast. Sean Bean's on toast or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. And it was just the stupid Sean Bean bit of doing that <laughs> reference between each yeah, other. Yeah. You just go like, what we love is having that idea thinking about it for a while and then a year later Sean Bean's just coming round because he's celebrating the rap party from the Sean Bean's on toast <laughs> right where it becomes a news piece and then yeah. it just beca- it just grows it, something that shouldn't exist in the world yeah. because that's not how the world works yeah. but because that's how our mind works you go like oh yeah no this is great <laughs> I mean can you I mean just apart from, aside podcasts aside I can't think of any media outlet that would have covered Robert Paul Champagne openly talking to the world, asking no. for um, black guys just out of prison who <laughs> need someone to punch piss on, and you know, he's just and he's just like, hey, I'm kinky. This is what I want. And he's yeah. putting it out into the world. Yeah, no one else would be like, oh no, they, you know, breaches, uh, you know, broadcasting, yeah. all that kind of stuff. No, cop podcasts are just like, yeah. maybe just do this. It's like the, wild the right West. people do. It's it. just, it's, it's the last kind of. Because um, yeah. even even internet stuff like social media is like rampantly censored now. Yeah, this yeah. is like one of the last mediums where you can just be like, nah, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I can talk about whatever the hell I want. Yeah, like it doesn't it, it doesn't matter. And it, like even even YouTube stuff like heavily censored now. Yeah, Shit's yeah. Getting and it's, taken and off it's all the only going to get worse over time. Yeah. to the point where some new YouTube will come out. Yeah. Whereas this, I don't know how you'll ever really control this. There's yeah. so many different companies that do it all. There's no big monopoly. Yeah. Um and there's and the like Apple's been hugely kind of anti fucking with people's privacy. So yeah. I, like they're they're never gonna that's um it's Joe Rogan mentioned that the other day. It's why their their map software sucks so much compared to Google. Because they don't take any of your information. So they don't know <laughs> like they, they they don't know where they're not listening to everything you're saying. Yeah. This traffic's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Google's yeah. telling people the traffic's bad. Yeah. So, like, I think I, th- I think podcasting's going to be quite free for quite a while. I can't think of what's going to come in and kind of, like... Because you go, like, you Sterilise it. 
Right, because we're on YouTube. I did think I thought about this briefly earlier today, about along the same lines. And it was like, okay, if YouTube, st- if we weren't allowed to be on YouTube anymore, for I mean, it's a stupid, ridiculous thing to think. Yeah. But for whatever reason, you can like, oh, there's loads of other video stuff we could go on, mm. but it wouldn't be as public. And it would be kind of more yeah. underground because yeah. it's just not as popular thing. But yeah, the audio side of it, you go, nice. No, and the audio is exactly the same as the video. Yeah. I, I can't, yeah, I can't imagine the audio being taken away. No. Because it does seem pretty free. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it just, it just seems great. It just seems like, yeah, it seems good. And again, removing the idea of there's a certain way to do something. I mean, I was watching, uh, 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 there was some, the, the Women's World Cup was recently, mm. uh, the US won. Yeah. And I saw an article uh, I find all my articles on social media sites that's the only thing I use them for really um, and promoting the podcast uh, and the, one of the pod- articles I said was the Women's World Cup brought in more viewers than the than the Men's World Cup by like four times the amount and I was like what? That's, that's insane no. look into it a little bit more and then they go okay we're just America they go okay, okay. Americans probably watch didn't watch much World Cup soccer yeah, and then you go, and they're actually basing this off of Nielsen boxes, mm. which are like a weird American. Si- I've only, I only know about it through uh, shows making fun of Nielsen boxes. Yeah, and it's just some people get right in and request to have a Nielsen box, which monitors everything that you watch and everything that you're, what time you're watching it, and sends it off to somebody. Yeah, so you have to be of the pe- They're still using Nielsen boxes, which were mm. used in the seventies. Yeah, and it's still being used today, and that's what they're basing their broadcasting statistics off of. Mm. And you go like, okay, if you're still working on '70s technology and '70s audiences, because I can't imagine, even if they offered you some money off for having a Nielsen box, which is probably how they work, right? You get free cable if we can just monitor all the cable that you watch. People who do that aren't going to be the the people. People who answer polls aren't rep- necessarily representative of people. Mm. is the point yeah and you go like well if you're still doing that then television is just this weird this weird place and then they've got the same thing with radio and then it well, gets that, the, bigger the and whole bigger. theory's broken anyway because america got to the finals so like yeah america's gonna keep watching like if the yeah. u.s got if the, i don't know what happened in the men's world cup but if the mm. u.s got knocked out i imagine because but it's not a huge it's not a huge kind of market for for football yeah most exactly. of them will have stopped watching yeah like, now, if the women's team got knocked out pretty early, probably same. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I haven't watched World Cup for a long time. I don't know whether America's I don't, gotten I don't very far in it at all. all. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it was just the thing that they're basing this off of Nielsen boxes. It's just like, how... That I mean, Family Guy made fun of you in 2003. Yeah. Or whenever it was. It's antiquated. Like, it's a long time it was, ago. Yeah, it was antiquated. And now it's just... Like, it's an estimate. It's like, yeah. well, it's it's exi- that's it. It's a poll. It's taking like a small sample and using that to predict yeah. what everyone's done. And it's just how strange it is that that's what television is. And you think yeah. oh, there's so many weird things about television. And then you just go, yeah, the further away you get to it and podcasts been done by the right people, not necessarily us, but the good people, you go like, oh, this is this, something beautiful can still be done. And mm. there was this evidence to me in that. And I was like, ah, oh, that, that gave me a little bit of inspiration to run with. Yeah. To the point, yeah, I tweeted people, did all that kind of social media stuff. Uh, yeah, that was that. It was my interesting week. I've got <laughs> loads of news articles. Oh, uh, what time <laughs> were we on? Like fifty? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay, it's an event. This is what happens when you stop not eating. Yeah, and start eating cabbage. Well, just, your body just gets reactivated. Yeah, you've unclogged, but from the wrong half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my brain has opened. Um, 
Okay, uh, we've got a slight, uh, probably a little quick one here, um, which oh. I need to find because uh, I've got this. Oh. Uh, people resuscitating a man who's had an accident. Feel good stories. <laughs> <laughs> so it was three paramedics <laughs> attending a man on a stretch in the middle of the road during a car crash. <laughs> With this slowly zooming in from above. <laughs> Feel good stories. Because I've, uh, I've done a few of these that's now. That's the best one in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Took me ages to find the music. I'm still not sure if it's right. No, that works, I think. Because <laughs> I've done a few of these now, um, and I feel like it's going to be more of a thing, and I think uh, I'll, I'll evolve it a little bit later. Um, I'll just start off. This is how the article starts. I've always been accident prone. <laughs> Spilling coffee down white blouses or smashing glasses all the time. But what happened on that May morning in 2016 went far beyond my usual clumsiness. It was a devastating accident that at 25 years old would change my life forever. Feel good uh, stories. Yeah. So this is from the same people who brought you, and I quote, this, is the, this wasn't what the article was called when I reported it, but it's what it's called now. I killed my classmate with a javelin on sports day. <laughs> <laughs> it's from The Guardian. See, this is what I was saying to you the other day, man. They change the headlines and change oh, yeah. them and change them and keep testing them until they find one that garners the most audiences. And it's always the most shocking, ridiculous yeah. one. Well, not not always. Sometimes they change the whole article. They kind of go, oh, that's too far. Because I've had to now start manually typing the current headline with every link that I do so that I know because I've looked at articles why did I find this funny why did I bookmark this yeah and it's like oh because it had a hilarious title that they've now changed (laughs) anyway yeah the previous article I read was I killed my classmate with a javelin on sports day and this one is called I went jogging and lost my leg (laughs) (laughs) feel good stories yeah (laughs) feel good (laughs) I'm not even going to tell you the whole story. The whole story is kind of not nothing, really. Right. A woman went running, tripped over, and through very bad luck, lost her leg. Right. Like, and doctors were like, but you just tripped over. Like, yeah, yeah. This, the, the chances of this being this bad are so low. Sorry. Yeah. And then they had to cut off her leg. Feel good? Yeah. Now she's, <laughs> now she's like, oh, it's good. I've changed. I've evolved. Yeah. I've, I've survived. Right. It's a good story. Okay. Uh, but she lost her leg. <laughs> Another, another feel-good stories. Um, dead sailors stopped a planetary catastrophe aboard a secret submarine. A top Russian naval officer said, hmm, "Okay, just dead sailors. Give put more dead sailors in." <laughs> Um, a top Russian naval officer said 14 Russian sailors who died in a fire aboard a secret Russian mud submarine last week sacrificed themselves to pretend to catastrophe on a planetary scale. Uh, it's all very noble, very feel-good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu said last week that the submarine's nuclear reactor survived the fire because the crew took necessary measures to protect it. So I think they're in a nuclear submarine. It was on fire. Mm. And if it continued to go on fire, the world would end. <laughs> and this just happened. <laughs> and I'm, they don't tell you much, but I can only assume they just opened up the submarine and flooded it to right. put out the fire. Okay. There was a fire. And all died in the process. Or lost, or they got rid of all the oxygen or something, but they sacrificed themselves so that it wouldn't explode. But the thing that I find funny about it um, they go on. The July 1st incident remains a mystery. Russia has declared the, de- the details a state secret. Peskov said last week that all the information about the submarine and its mission were classified at the highest level. Even the funeral was a secret. 
<laughs> so I like that secret agents and secret war crimes have got their own secret, secret funerals. funerals. <laughs> Jesus. How do they, how does that work? How, how do you have a secret, f- don't tell anyone, <laughs> but your husband's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, yeah, I've got to, yeah, yeah, you know your dad's been away on um, uh, painting and decorating, whatever we said we were doing. Uh, yeah, he's secret dead. painting and decorating. <laughs> He's dead. They'll say it's in a nuclear submarine. Right. Uh, we're having a we're having a we're having a funeral. We won't tell you where or when. We'll just grab you. Yeah. <laughs> then you can go and grieve. Yeah. How do they deal with the funeral the funeral parlor? I don't know. Just don't know. <laughs> it's a secret funeral. Just surrounded by a giant like CIA tent or something. <laughs> yeah. Ordinary funeral. Yeah. Big the whole thing. <laughs> Oh, and uh, yeah, that was some of the quick ones. Oh, um, a man who was set to be the first Afronaut was killed in a bike crash. Afronaut? Afronaut. Apparently the first black man in space. The black African in space. Okay. He was a DJ who just won a chance to be the first black African guy in space. And then he died. A bike, a motorcycle accident. Jesus. Feel good stories. (laughs) (laughs) Did he find out while he was on the bike? I'm going to space! (laughs) (laughs) Afronaut (laughs) That was the article It was this You know Man who wants to be an Afronaut Uh, uh, That was the That was the article That headline that changed It said uh, Man to be first Black Man First black African In space Set to be killed In a motorcycle accident And I was like What What? doesn't make any sense yeah they, they changed it in the edit like, post yeah. but it's like so they found him and then they're like right well first trial is can you be killed by a motorbike <laughs> <laughs> yeah boy well, you know well, you, you can't, can't go, go to space, space. <laughs> there's so many motorbikes in space <laughs> you wouldn't last a second uh yeah i've got tons more um mm. but i'll i'll finish on this one briefly because <laughs> i found it funny love island uh right love island uh, for those who don't know, uh, apparently it's quite big in America. Do you still watch it? No. Right. I can watch it with people because yeah. I love insulting anything. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kettle. Uh, but so I love watching. Yeah. But so I, don't, I don't follow it independently. Um, but this is something that I found funny. Uh, love Island, for those who don't know, is they get, uh, what's a good, what's, a, what's an American conversion? Because all English people know what it is. American culture. Is there an American survivor yeah, say survive, ultimate Maybe survivor. Survivor cross with the Bachelor or something. Yeah, a show like The Bachelor, mm. where there's equal amounts of ridiculously stupid, conventionally attractive male models, yeah. and the same with women, and then they just play these sick, twisted games with them, where they try and the winner is whoever's in the long-term relationship by the end, mm. or something like that. Yeah, and they just kind of, and the whole thing is you get they have to share a bed. There's only so many beds, yeah. so the idea is, oh, maybe we're going to get to see someone have some stupid, terrible sex. Is it is it genuine manipulation or is it all set up? Uh, like, do the, are the people gen- in on it? It's gen. Well, I can't remember whether this is my own opinion or a fact. Let's take it as a bit of both. Right. Um, there's producers on the show. Yeah. Right. There's people with clipboards because there's no clocks because they. Well, I don't know whether they can tell time. Yeah, but they got the sun. They don't have yeah, They're exactly very clever people. <laughs> they don't have clocks, so that they can kind of like, oh, you know, what's the deal? But the aim of the show is to film people having sex. That's the game aim of the show. 
is to get people to be stupid celebrity Kim Kardashian-y. They want that Paris Hilton night film sex moment. Right. That's what they want. So there must be a producer that comes out and go, okay, guys, bedtime. Everyone needs to be in bed now. I remember you saying this last time. It has to be. Yeah. Because that's what they want. And because you have to be like, well, we do it. You've got stuff in the morning. You'll need to be fresh in the morning. We'll send someone around to wake you up in the morning. There'll be a little thing to come around and go, dot, 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 you know, wake up. It's 6 a.m. It's daylight. Get out there. We need content. Yeah. That's what they're going to do. And they're going to do that. So there's got to be somebody who's come out and, and tells them to do that. So there's, and there's got to be, and there have been reports of people who've previously been on the show. A load of them killed themselves because the show's terrible. Yeah. I say a load. I think two. Yeah. I can't remember how many seasons there have been, but two's a lot. Mm. <laughs> and uh, they, there's people who people who have previously been on it have said like the producers have been like we we could do with some more sex, right? And you go well, what does that mean? That means they'll probably go, we'll give you a bit of extra money um, if you have sex. Isn't that that's kind of what prostitution? Oh yeah, but it's the show, yeah, and that's what links into this article. Yeah, is people who watch it complained about sexual harassment in the show. Right, they made registered complaints. 700 people made official complaints um, to the point where it was being invested by Ofcom, which is a watchdog that investigates these kind of things. Isn't the act of going on this show consent to sexual harassment? <laughs> it's the sexual harassment suicide show. <laughs> it's what it is. Feel <laughs> so, good stories. And what, <laughs> yeah, and what it is, and, and the, thing, the situation they're talking about isn't that sexual assaulty. I mean... There was an there was a there was a in this series apparently where someone kicked somebody in the crotch mm. and they were kicked off the island. I'd argue that that's sexual assault. Well, that's assault. Yeah, in a sexual manner, yeah. whatever. Right. Um, this one was a girl um, persistently trying to kiss somebody who was actively saying no. Okay. And uh, not in a, in 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 a heightenedly physical way, but was like, no, I've got, I've got a girlfriend on the island already. You know, I'm not sure about this. That's basically the show. Right. And she kept on doing it. And people are like, that's, you know, she's harassing him. That's unfair. Yeah. And so Ofcom basically said, um, uh, where is it? The broadcasting watchdog has said it assessed the complaints, taken into account the context of the situation, and will not be investigating. Good. Well done, Ofcom. (laughs) This is the sexual harassment suicide show. (laughs) What did you expect to see? Yeah, it's such, yeah. What do you, that's what the show is. Yeah. The show is trying to motivate people financially to get into relationships and then fucking with them. Yeah. By then forcing them to split up and introducing new people and then saying, well, if you sleep with that person, then maybe something will happen and this kind of stupid thing. And they're all so desperate to try and get famous in some way. Yeah. It's the only reason, it's the only reason I can think people go on the show is to become celebrities. Yeah, it's the same. As, it's the same thing as was always with Big Brother. Like the first series, first first couple of series of Big Brothers, yeah, left people with like lifelong careers after that, like TV presenters and and all kinds of stuff. Like I Brian Dowling still presents stuff. Craig, the, who won the first series, like he's he's like a nationally renowned handyman. Like he's got sponsorships <laughs> by a load of products, and it's twenty years later. He's the best handyman. Well, like he, he, he <laughs> yeah. did. He's he's on like one of those DIY SOS shows or some oh, shit right. like that, and he's been doing that for years. And and he's like, yeah. Um, as uh, at the uh, at the Tim Allen place, like there's pictures of him all over bottles of shit, like all over the place. Oh, really? Like he's he's he's, he's, he's like well renowned and and it it petered off after a few years but people still carried on expecting that same kind of um 
That and result. the more social media-y Kim Kardashian, yeah. Paris Hilton. They yeah. want that. Yeah, well, and now it's like, well, if Love I go Island's on this, that. I might get a couple of million Instagram followers. Yeah, well, I think what the woman who's, who's the centre of these accusations, well, I think is like, I haven't watched it for since this happened, which is like weeks ago, but apparently she's like one of the favourites. I think Amy Schumer has like said that she's, you know, she's inspired by her. So yeah. she's already getting some celebrity attention. Yeah. Um, Catherine Ryan has also said that this particular woman, um, Maura, I think is her name, mm. uh, is like a feminist icon or so. So she's getting a lot okay. of, already getting celebrity attention. Yeah. So you can see like with all these celebrities, I mean, they're all comedians, but in my eyes, comedians are probably the most valid yeah. just because I'm stupid. Uh, to be like, oh yeah, like this person's already getting attention, already getting all these Instagram things. Mm. Go like, yeah, it's, people are motivated by it. It's just such a strange, it's reality TV Yeah. at the end of the day. And it's just, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, what they, this is what they this is this sums it up for me. When you're evicted from the island, you're not evicted from the island. You're dumped by the island, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone has to say it. And that's just how it is. Whenever any of them get a text from the Love Island phone, they have to yeah. announce it with all the hashtags. They've got clothing lines for Love Island. They've got Love Island's scratch cards. Yeah. It's just, it's a, such a weird thing. See, all this kind of shit is why I just don't watch terrestrial TV anymore. It's just, like, well, it's that, just a weird... that whole thing is just the epitome of it for me. And I was just like, it, every show is this now and I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. this is the, And this is the show that everybody's, these are the shows that everybody's talking about. And it's, I don't want to be in this conversation. I just don't watch it on principle. I just don't have, I think it's like 120 quid a year for an, a TV license. Yeah. And I don't watch... There's not that many shows on terrestrial TV that I would watch for 120 quid. There's been a few that I've been like, oh, actually, that'd be quite good to watch. But I just watch them later on when they get released on Netflix. Yeah. I have Netflix and Amazon. I watch stuff on there. It's like, it's more than enough for me. Yeah. Just a weird... Just a weird thing. And yeah, it's definitely... I'm glad that they didn't investigate because they were like, oh, this is the island where everyone, you know, fucks each other and yeah. people film it and then they commit suicide. Yeah. Hey, sexual assault away. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do you want us to do about it? Yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, I think I'll leave it there for me this week. Otherwise we'll end up doing three episodes. Oh, Jesus. No, not that. Oh. Steve's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. Lady Gaga has a genus of 19 species of ferns named after her. <laughs> lady? Uh, As in the ferns are named Lady? Maybe after her actual name. I don't know what her actual name is. Karen. I should have. <laughs> seems like a Karen. I've got a good poker face. Yeah. Karen. Right, Karen. Karen, can you never tell what she's thinking? <laughs> <laughs> is she singing or is she tuning or is she being auto-tuned i don't know yeah i've got nothing against lady gaga no 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 i actually think she's one of the talented like one right. of those like popular singers fair enough i've seen like i've seen a i've, I've, I've seen ferns. i've seen certain performances where she's done where it's just like her singing and a piano and she's very good like yeah. talent wise it's not my kind of music but she is very good at what she does um yeah ferns don't get it <laughs> did, is, uh, did she was she involved in this or people just people just grew new species of fern yeah. and then just linked it to Lady That's Gaga. That's the thing. I think maybe it's a hive mind thing. Maybe like there's <laughs> yeah. just a bunch of people that grew a fern and then were like, "That reminds me of Lady Gaga," but like just all independently. So maybe <laughs> she just looks like a fern maybe. somehow. Maybe she's she reacts well to the sun. Yeah, well to I dappled don't... light. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, used to, I can't, I, I imagine it was after the Second World War. It might have been before. Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, where villages started becoming related to other villages. Yeah, twinned with... Yeah, twinned yeah. with somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I see it, it's... Why is this? It's just... And it would be like Stoke-on-Trent, twinned with Berlin. Yeah. And you'd be like, why? There must have been something. Yeah. There must have been, like, some touristy thing yeah. or some incentive to be like, oh, if you go to Berlin, then you get this... They do it with much, much smaller villages. The, yeah. The, well, there's, like, Maybe there's some kind of link... I don't I don't know what it is and I don't know what they get off each other but there's one um about 5 minutes from my mum and dad's house and it's the whole village is one strip of about eight houses mm. and it's called Dunkirk and it's linked <laughs> with Dunkirk <laughs> lots of people who really want to leave but can't <laughs> They just die. Dunkirk twinned with Dunkirk. Now, if I was to make a guess, I'd yeah. say that it was after the Second World War and in trying to rebuild Dunkirk in Britain, yeah. they also shared, they sent care packages. Yeah. You, know, you remember you used to send a shoebox yeah. or something as a kid? Yeah. Shoebox to somewhere. To Africa. Yeah, or something. Yeah. Probably They probably did that in Europe to help rebuild. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, well, we sent our care packages to the other Dunkirk. Mm. They sent us... You know, because they're much bigger than we are. We've got too much food now. <laughs> Eight houses have got a city's worth of villages yeah. or cliffs worth <laughs> of fresh salt water clams. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Rotten. I wish Dunkirk would stop sending us our dead <laughs> shoeboxes. Uh, secret funerals. Yeah. Uh. Uh, the Soviet- yeah, so, sorry, so yeah, maybe mm. it was that. Maybe Lady Gaga, Gaga has been twinned with all these ferns. <laughs> with all these ferns. 19 of them. I have 19 <laughs> twins. That's not a twin. That's an awkward Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always overshadowed. Oh, yeah. ferns. <laughs> what did you get? Soil. <laughs> <laughs> what did you... Well, I, I got all of them just my year's worth of manure. Yeah. And I thought that was lovely and caring. Yeah. And they just gave me a vague wave. Yeah. I think they're all bitter. Like, she's our she's our older sister. She's the famous one. She yeah. can play piano. She won't wear a fern dress, but yeah. she'll wear a meat dress. <laughs> <laughs> Way to represent the family, sis. Yeah. You uh, think they would have twinned mm. with fern cotton? Maybe she's not Maybe. as big. Wrong kind of fern. What is she famous for, fern cotton? She's a presenter. Radio host. Yeah. She, 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 well, when we were kids, she used to present kids TV. Like she presented Dig It on a Saturday morning. Do you remember Big Breakfast? Yeah. Was that a big thing? I always uh, felt like it yeah. was. I always felt that this was the adult breakfast show. Like adults woke it, up and watched it's this. It's weird. Yeah. But I reckon it, it was just kids. It felt like a, it felt like a party every morning. Because yeah. it was just like, well, we convert this house into a place where all these celebrities yeah. come round, and there's these two puppets for some reason. There was puppets, zig and zag. I don't remember that bit. And then I remember very little of it. I just remember it being, yeah. Like, oh, yeah just... And then it's even more of a party household when the fucking the BBC sack Richard Bacon from Blue Peter for doing coke and Big Breakfast are like, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> this is where the cokeheads are at. <laughs> We're taking this guy. That's a big breakfast. <laughs> 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 Start the day. Yeah. 
But yeah, they had like less. Uh, yeah, they had more adult humor on it. But it might. Looking back on it, it might have just been. I'm in secondary school now. Mm. I don't watch CBBS anymore. Yeah. I watch Big Breakfast. <laughs> it was on like Channel Four or something yeah. like that, and that's where Ulrika um, 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 Ulrika Johnson. Yes, that's, that's the only way I remember. Her. Yeah, <laughs> this is from Shooting Stars. Yeah, I think she was on it. She was. Yeah, she was on it. Chris Evans was on it. Richard Bacon was on it. Yeah, um, and there was some Vinny, some black-haired look who looks who looked like Paddy McGuinness. I think okay. Some, someone of that look. Oh, uh, Johnny Vaughan. Johnny Vaughan. There yeah, you go. Yeah. I don't remember what he looks like, but I remember the name. Oh, he's got no hair now, but he presents a radio. So. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that he's being on, a big like thing. Radio X. I think was Fern Cotton on that? Maybe not. Actually. I don't think so. No, she was on. She was on Dig It on like Saturday morning, which was before aired before SMTV Live. Um, and then she went to she she because she was still like in her teens when she was presenting that, like late oh. teens. And then as she got older, she went on to all the shows. She didn't do enough coke to be put on the big breakfast. No. (laughs) Bacon. And and if she went, there wouldn't be any left because bacon was... (laughs) (laughs) Here's one I fucking did earlier. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah, she presented radio and married a Rolling Stone. Well, a Rolling Stone's son. Oh, fair enough. I think the guitarist. Yeah, Ronnie Wood's son, I think. The rhythm guitarist. Yeah. Or the bassist. I can't remember. Bassist. Keith Richards was the guitarist. Yeah. So it'll be the bassist. I met Ronnie Wood once. It was yeah. weird. Oh, your O2 gigs? Uh, no, I was just at uh, working at um, yeah, a music like, a restaurant that I worked at. Mm. Apparently he's quite a regular there. Oh, right. Oh, you're right, but he, strange. <laughs> he's, he's, he shouldn't exist. None of the Rolling Stones should no, exist. No, And so seeing them in person is like, that's... You're alive? Yeah. Okay. Are you sure? Cool. All right. He's there with his wife who's like, you look like, you don't look like me, but you look like my age. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of, there was that kind of like, wow, this is, yeah. hey, fair, you're alive. Yeah. Keep Good going. on you. Well yeah. done. Keep on doing everything. Yeah. Anyway, All right. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Soviet Union had an internationally televised song contest, but as very few viewers, <laughs> viewers actually had phones, they would instead turn their lights on if they liked a song and <laughs> off if they didn't. The power spikes were recorded by the state energy company and the reports oh. sent through to the TV stations. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not was... just like guys with binoculars <laughs> on the roof. Like... Let's see what people thought of that. And he yeah. just turns through a window. <laughs> flash, flash, flash. Flash, flash, flash. <laughs> that nuclear submarine's on fire. <laughs> oh, but now does he like the song? No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Is fire good? Is nuclear yeah. bad? Yeah. I don't know. SOS. Is that a is that a yes? <laughs> That's a yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're through to the next round. <laughs> nuclear yeah. reactor falling through. It's just such a novel way of doing it. Our people can't afford phones because of our country. <laughs> yeah. So just turn your lights on. We'll figure out a, a method. There'll <laughs> be a way yeah. to get that through. <laughs> Strange. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, This isn't well maybe it's funny i don't know um if ripening cherries are not dried after it rains they will soak up the water and split and then cannot be picked or sold to combat this helicopters are used to slowly maneuver five feet over the trees as their rotors blast the water off the cherries this is part of the reasons why it's so expensive so (laughs) (laughs) i'm thinking about growing cherries yeah well get a helicopter get a helicopter license all right yeah why? Well, to 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 gently blow 
the water yeah. off the cherries. I've got my license. <laughs> now I can start living my life. He's like, well, you're on cherry duty. <laughs> you imagine like um, getting a bit of la- living off the fat of the land, you know, growing grapes and like, oh, this really carbic thing. Meanwhile, it's really... <laughs> those like warning lights because you're going down you're too close to the floor what? oh Jerry's out <laughs> cherry picking again Just... <laughs> tell my children I love them you know you're flying five feet above a cherry tree like you're probably not high enough to die you well, could jump out of that and be fine if you're five feet above a cherry tree I'd yeah. argue that some helicopters are shorter than five feet yeah. so like <laughs> like you can't you can't get to in order to get to the ones in the centre You'd have to lift up and like go up, do do a flip or something, because you can't. They just have to be a certain height to get yeah. through. So you'd have to. I'm, I imagine you have to do some pretty insane logistical uh, yeah. moves. It's <laughs> either going to be nuts or really dull. Yeah. Like I got my license for this. Ugh. Yeah, like on the cherries. cherries. Yeah, <laughs> can't we just grow them indoors? No. What about glass? I've got a helicopter. <laughs> this seems like <laughs> yeah. a much better idea. I bought the helicopter before I thought about a greenhouse. <laughs> Can't we just grow tomatoes? Make loads of chili. <laughs> Fine. I've got the helicopter. We've, we've got. We're a cherry family now. <laughs> Cherries and helicopters. That's my legacy. Just every time it rains, just oh no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't we just get air conditioning? Yeah. Not now that we've got a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't pronounce this guy's name, but I'll try. Michael Vigeur, um, mm-hmm. a French convict jailed in 1986 for attempted murder and armed robbery, forced his way onto the prison's roof by wielding nectarines that were painted to look like grenades. <laughs> his wife then picked him up in a helicopter and whisked him away. <laughs> got a grenade uh where would we have gotten a grenade yeah. <laughs> where's all the nectary <laughs> <laughs> they don't have grenades in prisons no i guess not. it well, makes it was... no sense if they do they shouldn't yeah it was 1986 so maybe they didn't oh, maybe they did maybe they, well, maybe <laughs> they didn't know any better. maybe smuggling was a lot easier back then i don't know okay yeah you could argue that they probably smuggled them yeah. in or Maybe. just painted a load of nectarines. Yeah. Well, again, it's that whole thing about like if you work for a bank and you're getting robbed, yeah. just go with it. Like you're insured. Yeah. Like you don't want to lose your job or get blown up by nectarines. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> take it. Yeah. We'll, be, we'll find you. Yeah. You're obviously going to a nearby cherry farm. <laughs> <laughs> just check them all out. Uh, yeah. That's a wife, though, man. Like, that's yeah. like. Takes a break from cherry farming. Yeah. Comes and picks you up from prison. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, Smuggles nectarines into prison for it. That's the kind <laughs> and of. And a marker pen. That's the kind of commitment that you want from a wife. Yeah. Married a murderer, stuck with it till the end. Like, doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll get you out of prison. Where's the helicopter? It teaches him how to, how to, how to draw. Yeah. <laughs> sits down and be like, oh, you know, grenades have got, you know, you really want to go for like a World mm. War One grenade. Yeah. They, were, they were more nectarine-like. Mm. And you got to, it's all about the shading, but you've got to hold them as such so it doesn't look too D. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let them too near it. They'll smell it and know it. The grenades yeah. don't smell like nectarines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'm a helicopter pilot. I know a lot about fruit. <laughs> yeah, they're very important. <laughs> yeah. Don't get a cherry wet. Don't be. That's lesson one of helicopter school. <laughs> don't get don't get cherries wet. Um, and finally, um, oh, which one? Ah, I'll do this one. In 1508, a French town tried to convict the local rats of destroying their crops. Uh, a lawyer successfully defended the rats by first arguing that court summons must be given to each individual rat, um, and then arguing that it was too dangerous for them to come to trial due to the cats in town. <laughs> Your Honor, I don't... Uh, it's French. <laughs> Where was it? Uh, Your Honor. Um, um, yeah, does every rat have... <laughs> I can't do French. I can't do French. No, does, does every rat have an invitation? Yeah. I don't see them. I mean, there's one there, but I don't think that's what you're talking about. <laughs> and then what? You want them to brave the beautiful cats that we have? <laughs> this doesn't seem very very French. Yeah, these aren't the right <laughs> conditions. Like, this is this is cruelty. And this was in 1508. <laughs> like, where they don't give a fuck about cruelty or anything. There was laws. There was summons. Yeah. Summoned to court in fi- on paper. Mm. That's, that seems weird. I mean, it's probably obviously true. Yeah. But I, for some reason, think that there wasn't really paper till 1700. Yeah. I don't know why I think that. <laughs> no, there was. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stonehenge was like 98, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. Just a load, a load of beatniks. Hey, 21 man. years. Yeah. <laughs> Henge. Yeah. And this made, made a couple of rocks. <laughs> yeah. Chiseled in stone to every rat. <laughs> Come to court, you prick. Yeah. Well, when were the Vikings? They were 1066, weren't they? Around then. Eight, uh, 864. That was the Fire of London. No, it wasn't. 1066. 1066 was the Battle of Hastings. Was it? Oh, right. Okay. Was that the Norman invasion or was that the Viking invasion? I think it was the Norman invasion. That was the Normans. I think Vikings were like 860 AD, okay. something like that. Which isn't as long ago as you think it is. Like, when you yeah. when I think Vikings, I Pretty don't... Pretty far, but yeah. But it's it's still... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's like when you say, like, um, so the ancient Egyptians were around at the same time as mammoths. Mm. Like there were mammoths roaming around in Russia while the ancient Egyptians were knocking about, but like mm. there's something about those timelines that just seems really off with everything that you've learned and everything. And I think it's because like you link mammoths to like dinosaurs and shit. Yeah. Well, ancient Egyptians. There was like a whole period before history when it was ancient history. Yeah. So like, what the fuck happened between then and then? Probably nothing. <laughs> just people going, "Oh God, when can I die?" Yeah. I'm dead. Hooray. And then other people can suffer life. <laughs> Somewhat pessimistic view <laughs> on life. Yeah. But yeah, there was... Uh, from the show Vikings, there were French people. Okay. Charlemagne. Yeah. Was around that. Yeah, Charlemagne was around that time. Well, I know all of this from computer games. <laughs> so I don't no idea if it's true. Uh, I installed that again Europa. this week. I haven't played it yet. Probably not going to. Really, really bad idea. <laughs> uh, if you... Don't do Europa. That's the, no. That was the big one for me. I oh, was yeah? just like, oh my God, this it's like Civ, but just on more statistics. And there's more grand strategy. And yeah. there's so much more. It's a ho- yeah. Anyway, it's a yeah. horrible game to start because there's so much stuff you need to know that you just don't. And you're like, oh, I'll do this. Oh, it's the end. What happened? <laughs> you don't know. Just figure it out over horrendous times of pain. Oof. It was, it's good though. Once right. you know what you're doing, it's brilliant. Okay. But yeah. But yeah, the Charlemagne was like pre thousand, pre twelve hundred at least, yeah. and they had paper. Must have. Yeah, they did in Vikings. Yeah, 
So there you go. All right. That's how that worked. Good. So yeah, paper. History of paper. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, in, in some, not even like that an eventful a week, but just an active week. Yeah. Yeah, my brain reactivated. Good. Start getting but I need to find you with stuff with I was just curious about the diet thing. Mm. I need to get healthier anyway. Yeah. I was just curious about that. So oh, I'll try it. But yeah, uh mentally more active. So just trying to get back into productivity and that will lead to more healthy stuff. Yeah. To do more things. Um because yeah, we still want to do um creative outlets more so yeah. of different kinds. Yeah. Just exploring around. And yeah, having energy to put actually into social media was weird. Mm. Hopefully that's a good thing and try and stick with that and try and yeah mm. be active in it a bit more yeah so yeah fun times mm. cool so yeah if you want to know more uh, <laughs> uh yeah i'm at nick snip on twitter and we're at pulling teeth pod on twitter and instagram yeah i'm at sing it steve on twitter and instagram mostly instagram um and we're wisdom at pulling teeth podcast.com yeah um, we've got a Facebook page. We're on YouTube. If you haven't seen this, check us out. Give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Just give us a comment. Just say something stupid. Yeah. Really, we don't care. We just we 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 thrive off of riffing. So yeah. We just love to just interact with people. Yeah. So particularly particularly negative attention. It's great. Yeah. It's fine. We uh, same with like iTunes reviews. Apparently, they're really important. Yeah. And they're really good. If you want to show us some love. Throw us an uh, yeah. iTunes review. That'd be or, awesome. Or uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, and that'd be great. Other than that, I've yeah, petered out. I've gone stuff. really tired now. Have you? Yeah, I'm still Maybe high it's the off heat. the no sugar. It's gotten warm. I feel warm. Do you feel warm? It's warmed up a little bit, but it's oh. nowhere near bad. Okay, it's all good. I'm still riffing off of you know Robert Paul Champagne. All right, <laughs> there's a whole story. You have to at least watch the uh, the documentary. I think it's called Home Here Now. But if you search for Robert Paul Champagne, there's a 30 minute documentary. <laughs> He's amazing. Josh Potter's amazing. All right. And your mum's house podcast in itself is amazing. So check it out. It's amazing. <laughs> That's what podcasting is. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was 145. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Uh.